is it one ninety three today? Mm. Yes, reaching closer to that two hundred. Man, we almost at two hundred, yeah. which is incredible. The fact that we hadn't beat each other up over this period of time to yeah, do two hundred episodes, and this might be the first episode this early in the morning. Is it? I, I feel know. like we did some young, like the older ones when we was at each other houses. Huh? One ninety three. So he look at our producer doing. Yeah, production. I see you working. Finally yeah. working, man. Yeah. You ain't hot as you did you something right. <laughs> <laughs> but but we have special guests in the building. Yes. And we want to get right into it. We I personally met this brother at the Turkey Leg Hut festival that we had. Okay. That brother Lynn let us be a part of. Yeah. And he told me he was like, "Man, you need to meet the good brother Moses. I had already been by Sweet Lips before, but I had never met the proprietor and now proprietors of the space. You know, like we we getting an exclusive this morning because he had messaged me and he was like, you know what? Every time I'm always out in, in, in front, but in reality, there is some brains behind the operation as well. So so please introduce yourselves to the audience. Um, this will be seen by quite a bit of people in Houston, but we've got a national audience as well. And they always love when they come to Houston, where should we go? What are some things that we should do? Where should we tap in at? And we know um, we want to introduce our audience to you all as well. So please um, give yourself an introduction. <clears throat> My name is um, Janelle Moses Stryker. This is my lovely wife. Latoya Stryker. Awesome. We are the owners and proprietors of Sweet Lips Cigars, one of the dopest fly cigar lounges in the city of Houston, Texas. Uh, we are very excited to be a part of the community and part of the city. We've been at the location now for three years. Okay. Now, where are you originally from, brother? Because I pick up a, um, an accent. I'm from Queens, man. From Queens. Queens okay, Queens, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, All right, Queens. so we, we going to ask you right now, who's your favorite rapper? Go ahead. Come on, man. It's Nasty Nas. <laughs> now, it, it, it used to be Nas for a while, yeah. but it's actually Hove, man. Come on, man. I like yeah. this brother a whole yeah, lot. He got <laughs> Look, you already got that's, it turned that's up the one. Right. Right. The the Raekwon, AZ, the list goes AZ. on. AZ, yeah. We ain't heard anyone say AZ in here. Come on, AZ. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about that. Now, now, Latoya, are you a Houstonian or you from the East Coast as well? No, I'm a Houstonian. Okay, Houstonian. So um, now, now let's get to y'all origin story and how you got started and then in the cigar business which sometimes has barriers to entry for people that look like us. Of course. So I just want to hear how you all got started and then we'll, you know, go into Sweet Lips as we go along. Where I mean, I've, I've always smoked cigars. I, I've been smoking cigars now for probably, shit, I'm 40 now, probably like 20 years. Finally, someone my age, and you know, you know we um, got these youngsters on the pod. You know? I'm, I'm about to be 39. I don't know what you're still under 40. When you hit 40, it's different. <laughs> it's a different. It's vibe, different right? when you hit 40. Well, I've been smoking cigars, man, for about 20 years, man, and mm. I've always smoked cigars. Uh, when Tori and I started dating, I've always smoked cigars, and she kind of got into it a little bit, trying cigars a little bit. Here and there, just whenever we was out dating or, or having a good time. And uh, believe it or not, man, the whole Sweet Lips thing was her her idea. Okay. Okay. I, I wasn't thinking about opening up a cigar lounge or doing anything with cigars. I used to own a trucking business for uh, like seven years or so. And uh, one day she woke and one day she and I was in, uh, I used to have a membership at, at, at a cigar lounge not far from us. And I was over always go by there and pick up uh, products. And one day what was in there, she asked me, is there a cigar that geared towards women? And I was like, no. And a few weeks later, you know, she went into her bag and she came up with this whole idea with Sweet Lips. 
She came oh. with the logo, the name. I think the first logo had like a lady smoking a cigar or something. Yeah, it was like um, a lady. It was just lips with a cigar. Yeah, mm. yeah. And you came up with the catchphrase also? Well, we did that together. Yeah, that's puff, a dope catchphrase. Yeah. I really like that. Because at first it was every puff is a um, is a kiss, right, babe? Yeah. And then yeah. we just, we were brainstorming, trying to figure out like a catchy phrase, like a logo, something just when people see sweet lips, they yeah. think of that or they hear that. So, so the logo now is actually uh, uh, the guy who designed the logo. I actually took a picture of Latoya's face and I told him to draw it as her lips. So mm. the logo now is kind of her lips, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we can't even celebrate the logo anymore. Because what I'm saying is, you know, that there wasn't spaces for women. Exactly. You know, exactly. most cigar exactly. shops and most cigar lounges are very masculine and yeah. it's very uh, unwanted to women. It's, it's not really uh, receptive to a lot of women. So, when she came up with the idea, we used to do little pop up shops all throughout the city, and uh, that's how we met our brother Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, shout out to Lynn, one of the first ones to give us the opportunity. Uh, what six, seven years ago, uh, I think so. and uh, I think and so. we've been rocking ever since, man. But overall, Latoya Sweet Lips is actually her idea. Her okay. Wow. I was just a quarterback, man. I just ran with it. Of know? course, that's yeah. how, that you know. That's how uh, that's the brilliant. the the perfect partnership of a marriage works. You know, sometimes you'll have. I, I use things like one person is like your igniter; they get something started, and then the other person is like your stabilizer. They make sure that things go the way they're supposed to, and I can kind of see that in in the way y'all are talking now. But but let's talk about like why the area you're in. Like a lot of people don't understand OST. Yeah. And what's been happening on OST because it's been a real big change from when I moved here almost six years ago now. OST is really blown back up again. You got the Foot Locker at the start right at 288. You got the address right there. If you go down more, they've started to build more in the commercial space in and out by y'all mm. near Riverside Terrace. That whole strip center used to be blank. Yeah. Y'all may have been the first ones or close to. Yeah, it was actually one. I think of, we were one, one, of, one, the one of, of the first ones. The first or third first ones the third, in that yes. yeah. So, so why that area then? You know what, man? Um, for me, I'm very. Uh, 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 I hate to use the word pro-black, but I'm. No, you can use it on this I'm, pod. For I, sure. I'm, I'm very, I'm very conscious about what's happening within that community. Like Latoya and I live further to the north side of town, so close to the Woodlands area, and we could have opened up that store there and, and did very well. Mm. You know, I mean, it's a very, very successful area. There's a lot of successful people in those areas. But one of the things within our community is that we don't have spaces like this in our communities. You know, I mean, our, our community is being gentrified a lot. Uh, uh, I mean, they actually built built a twenty six million dollars park in Third Wall, what five years ago, mm -hmm. off of Elgin, and, and and used to be Dolan. And the moment that park got there, I knew something was going to happen that was going to change the community for a whole. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, you have people who's been living in that community for 30, 30 40 years. They was paying $2,000 in taxes. Now the taxes is $9,000. They can't afford to live there, so they have to move out. And now you have other people moving within our community. We have to start preserving our communities unapologetically. And I think that's why we did Sweet Love Cigars in that community. Yeah, I, I like that because um, that whole area, to your point, has changed a lot because you got wing quarter and stuff across from you. Black owned. Black owned. What's the barbecue spot? Ray's. 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 Black, Black owned. Y'all. And then the whole strip center that y'all in, uh, I'd imagine most of those are black owned businesses. 
Yeah, the liquor store, the decorations, everything's yeah. black on that it, entire strip. It, it used to be all black owned. So we just got a, the a crooked, uh, uh, the crooked store and the pet store. The just pet store. So, yeah. so just a few, but it's still very Majority. well yeah. supported by our people yes. and what we doing. Of course. Okay. Correct. So, so we need a little cigar one-on-one now because mm. anybody, I, I'm not personally a cigar smoker. I, I need to get into it though. Cool. I do. It's, I definitely it's do. very relaxing. I need to. So I need, go I ahead. need to learn how to do the V cut. Yeah. I mean, it's just based on preferences, you know? Yeah. I like the, I like the V cut. Yeah. Uh, What's, what do we mean? What's the differences? Cause there are going to be some people out here who have never touched a cigar in their life. Mm. They probably only been smoking black and miles. So tell us, so tell them <laughs> like some basics that we need to know. Well, to me, for, for me, the V cut is just the pull is a little smoother. Yep. For, for me. Okay. Um, and, and what other types of cuts are there other than the V cut? So uh, you have the straight cut, your punch, uh, and your your wedge cut. Everybody call it the V cut, but it's not the proper name. Oh my bad. Proper name is wedge. Okay. Okay. He learned it. That's right. Uh, yeah, the, the, the V cut was something. <laughs> the V cut was something that started in in, in within black circles, you know, because mm. it looks like a V once you cut it, mm. but it's actually properly supposed to be a wedge cut. Mm. So you have your punch cut, which allows a little bit of limited amount of smoke. For you to taste the cigar a little bit more, you have your wedge cut, which everybody call a V, kind of allows you to a, a, a higher amount of pull. You have your straight cut, which I like the most because you get more smoke. Mm. Cigar smoking is not about inhaling, right? It's like drinking wine. You remember back, uh, uh, so you let the you let the uh, smoke sit in your palate and you blow it out. Mm. It just relaxes your, your lower chakras. See, I never, I never. That's probably why I didn't like it's it the first a beautiful time. Beautiful thing, right? I now. was pulling it like I would. Inhaling, like you know, another substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I was doing it wrong. I'm sure it's probably used with those uh, those other type of lounges. What are they? What do you call them? Speakeasies. No, no, no. Uh, the people. That's not us. Oh, um, yeah. I was at a lounge with some white Nubian kings. And that's queens. that's what I was trying to get. Yeah, at. you know, I, I call all white people Nubian kings and queens because I say we originated from Africa. So everybody is from us. And you talking to a man named Moses. And so if you want to jump him, we 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 hit you. you I mean, you know, you know, I mean, that's a good analogy. I mean, everybody comes from us. Everybody comes from us. We 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 are the originators of of everything else. And I think it's time that we really start walking into that. I will never call him that. You know what I mean? I won't. Same, I won't. I I won't. I won't. Because you must understand, man. All all jokes aside, you know, it's 2022 and foundational black Americans in this country only own one half of exactly. 1% of this nation's wealth. Man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We haven't moved not one step forward since 1860. We've actually went back some. That's when all the black folks yep. who got money and, 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 and doing very well. So, so these spaces is very important. These mm-hmm. conversations are very important. Showcasing other people within our community who's doing constructive work is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I've been following you guys now for a while and watching the growth and where you guys are taking we appreciate this thing to. It. Thank you, brother. Appreciate so it. So just having us here is very important. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I think that we have to be constructive most of the times. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times I, when I'm on social media, I see a lot of us playing and shucking and jiving. And it's cool, but other people can do that because they're winning. Mm-hmm. We don't have the luxury to continue to play. So I, I think for me, I, I just think that what you guys are doing and what we're doing is moving in the right direction. Right. Of course, yeah, yeah, my apologies. Have, no, no, so what would you what would you say then? Because that, that opens up a good conversation. I didn't even think we would get there. Of course. Which is good. 
So there's um, different communities, I guess you would say, from the black community. You got the group that would say, let's go integrate as much as we can. Let's go get involved. We need to be a part of um, the social construct that was given to us. Uh Or we've got the community that would say, nah, we need to be building together. Uh We need to be working together and building our own power separate of those communities. What would you say about that? So um, for me, it's just two things I kind of live by. If you don't know your past, your future and your present become a gray area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we have to kind of sit in that for a minute. Uh, every other group in this country came off the backs of foundation of black America. We built this country, brother. Our people enslaved, work hard. So the problem I see is that we, we always use the minority word a lot. But other, 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 other groups don't work with black folks. Asians come to this country. They live in our communities. They have businesses in our communities. They don't pull nothing back into our communities. Mm-hmm. They go into their own communities. Look up Fondren and Belay. They're yeah. not working with us. I mean, we, we, we can say what we want to say. Hispanics have their own community. They go to the airline, whatever. They are not working with us. We, we sociable. We are the only people who want to work across the board. Okay. There's nothing okay. wrong with that, but we have to start preserving our own. You know what I mean? Like what happened with Turkey Leg when, when it was trying to get kicked up. Yeah, I, I'll we, never forget we that. We rally around those, those businesses and try to protect our communities. We have to start doing that. So that's all I'm saying. You can do what you want, you know, but but the writing is on the wall and we have to start being constructive going forward. And whatever we do now, we have to start looking at, okay. okay. How can we do it together? My mom is from Nigeria, B. They don't see themselves as us. They don't. I would agree. I mean, we have to be honest. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? No, you're right. You know, my mother is from Nigeria and I, 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 I was born here. My mother's from Nigeria. They call us Akatas. They don't see themselves as us. I mean, so we can say what we want to say. Foundational black Americans have to start working across the board with foundational black Americans, unapologetically. That's, that's politically, we have to vote for people who can give us tangibles. The benign neglect policy is over. We can't vote for you and just to make us feel good, but we get nothing in return. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, see, some people would say, though, that voting doesn't accomplish anything. It doesn't. I mean, politics is about money. It is about resources. You know what I mean? I mean, a common example, Barack Obama's in office for eight years, and he did nothing specifically for black people. We have to be honest about that. He did things for Hispanics. Why? Because they raised money for his campaign. Eva Longoria and other business owners in California raised $2.5 million for Barack Obama. He did specific things for them. I mean, everybody else gets tangibles but us. I mean, look what's happening when, when we're talking about the Asian hate crimes. They're real bills and got money set aside for them. In, in a week. We've been here dying for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look what happened in Buffalo Saturday with, the, with, with, with those people getting killed by that suspected white supremacist. Not a suspected now. He was a white supremacist. And we get no set aside. I mean, we've been talking about reparations for years. We get nothing. So enough of that. You know what I mean? That's just my concept, and that's just my mindset. This brother don't know. He, he he rises when he gets up. He 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 stay woke. No, I mean, this brother I, is, is he woke. So, and, I, and, I would <laughs> say that, and I would say that this is the so these type of conversations are the conversations that, like you mentioned, we do joke a lot. We yeah. so because we we probably lean more towards comedy, but when we have an opportunity to hear 
a, a different frame of reference, uh-huh. it's really important for Delicious. there's a 25 year old who's watching this. Of course. And mm-hmm. they've seen us, you know, build and grow together mm-hmm. as as black men. And then from there, you bring in your wife on. All, like course. those are just examples of how um, our community doesn't have to look the way the media portrays us. Of yeah, course. Sure. You know, like the stuff that we're doing is outside of the realm because none of us came from celebrity. None of us came from really any yeah. money. Like yeah. it's all hard work and building on top of building. You know, you know what I mean? Marriage and relationships is hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every day we got to move forward, but we, we're obligated to try to work with each other. Yeah. You can do what you want, man, but you, we're obligated to work with each other. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's just my mindset. Whatever you say, we can. You can do what you want. We're obligated to to try to work across the board. You know what I mean? Man, I just you know, I man. You don't have positive relationships of black, black love and black. We don't have those things. So no matter what you do, get with a black woman, build a black family. I mean, it's just logical. Yeah. Do what you want, <laughs> but based on paper, that's a good look, man. We Here, need high that. five. We need that, yeah, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're real. Yeah, real. You're real. <laughs> we need that, man. We need it. This is a, a incredible conversation early. I'm uh, not mad that I got up at nine o'clock in the morning. Now, I, I know. You see, that's I, what we say. Nah, I know for real. We and, and the fact that you brought your um your wife with you just shows how there's so much power in connectivity. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you speaking that I can imagine that the conversations around the house are all about, hey, how can we grow the community? How sure. can we grow um, our consciousness also? So maybe give let, let's let Moses, you you take a break for a second. Let's tell us, tell us how, how are things when, you know, y'all are talking about the business, building things out. Are y'all taking that conscious lens as you're doing that also? Yes, of course. Um, well, Moses, in, we just do it together as a team and we just cross ideas and yeah, pretty much what you just said. We just talk about it together as a team in the ho- in the house. Okay, okay. You, you know, she's the mastermind man behind everything. You know, I, I'm I'm more vocal. It's kind of like what you said. I'll start it, and then he just right. Yeah, with you got to have it. You have to. <laughs> yeah, so, and I yeah. say this a lot. You have, it, especially in couples, you have to have an igniter mm-hmm. like that, that. Because oftentimes you cripple yourself. We heard someone say this yesterday with decision making. You are you cripple yourself. You never make a decision. You never get past that point to start. So you need someone to ignite. Mm. But then you also need that person who because the igniter isn't going to be your stabilizer. It's very rare that that same person can start something and keep it going as good as it needs to go. That's why that marriage, you know, I call it the perfect partnership because there's an opportunity for you to yin and yang throughout that process. Yeah, I have no fear, so it don't matter to me. I've been at the lowest, been in no jail. Doubt. I don't know. Do I don't did it all, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. have no fear. So whatever she come up with, you once, after it. <laughs> once my mind is made up, mm. I'm gonna go make it happen. If I gotta get through whoever I gotta get through, it's gonna happen. You know mm. what I mean? We didn't we didn't know it was gonna open a, a lounge. We was no, doing pop up shops, yeah. Just yeah. setting up on the corner. And man, she she did a few, but after that, she was like, it's too hot out here. So <laughs> um, that's your thing, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and and but we made it happen. You know, we didn't know where we was gonna get the money from. Yeah. One day we woke up and we had the money. I, I, you know what I mean? We no matter who it is, man, we 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 can't have any fear anymore. What else can it do to us, man? For real. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't have no fear, man. So what? I mean, we're gonna make it happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So so give us a starter cigar. If if someone was gonna start today, we come in the sweet lips, 
We're going to sit down at the bar. We're going to network, collaborate with people. But if we've never smoked a cigar before, what would you recommend we start with? I enjoy um, our house brand, Black Cherry. Okay. Uh, Sweet Lips Black Cherry. And also Hazelnut as well. But and, my and so would you recommend cherry. that for everybody or would you say that's more of a woman's preference? No, I can't say. You know what? When we started the flavor cigars, it was more men that purchased our oh. flavors. Okay. Um, and then especially men who are just starting out, starting off smoking cigars. Um we have more men and more guys come to the table buying. They'll buy, prefer to buy a box of like our black cherry or our hazelnut. Mm. So it's, I just think it's a starter cigar. I don't think it's if it's a woman for a guy or a female. Okay. Okay. And, and, and there's a reason why to kind of add to Latoya's perspective. Uh, remember back in the day when, when Moscato came out, everybody in black society drank Moscato. Remember mm -hmm, that? Mm -hmm. yep. Moscato is actually a dessert wine. Yep. And why did wine companies push flavor of uh, sweet wines because it allows your palate to mature. So now Latoya was drinking Moscato every day for five, six years. Now she drink nothing but heavy reds. Your palate starts to reject those things. Uh. A lot of times with people who never smoke cigars, they go straight for a Padron or, or something full body or, or, or full tobacco and it turn them off cigars. Mm. I say it's best to start with a flavor of, of preference. As you smoke it, your palate starts to reject it and your palate starts to mature. You can move up to different tiers of tobacco. And I think that's where the Sweet Lips Cigars comes in better. Okay. Well, I know, I know where I'm taking my wife for our next monthly anniversary date. Man, you're welcome, oh, brother. So we're going to be there by, man. for sure. You know the 12th man. of June. Of course. We'll I don't be, know which day it is yet, but we'll be there. I'm coming too to crash y'all day night. Come I'll, by, I'll, that's man. what's up. My lady will come too. I'm, my wife I'll stay with a razor blade. Yeah, my wife yeah. coming. Why you got a razor blade? Oh, I, I I just heard you say crash our date. My bad. Yeah, we're coming to sit at y'all table. Yeah. And I'm going to try. Now, because he from Queens, I was gonna give him a buck fifty. What you know about that, man? Come on, man. What you know? My pops from like Far man. Rockaway originally. Oh, Rock. Yeah, my brother's from Rochester. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I don't know what that. I don't know nothing about Rochester. Nah, yeah, yeah. He was out there in Rochester, New York. Yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. so tell us, we uh, when I knew we was doing this interview, what is the difference with a Cuban cigar versus? Just a traditional cigar that maybe you all sell. I mean, um, so Cuban cigar is basically perceived value. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Based on the trade embargo with the United States and Cuba, the fact you can get Cuba in America, the value is high. Mm. A lot of folks don't realize that most of the rollers who was rolling in Cuba left Cuba years ago. They're in Nicaragua now. Honduras. Man, so, that's some game right so there. So those countries are, are, yeah. are producing great tobacco as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like buying a, a Louis Vuitton uh, compared to something else, basically. Most of these companies get, get their stuff made cheaply in other small places. I mean, so it's just a perceived value. Okay. The fact mm -hmm. you can't have it here, I can sell you a Cuban for 50 bucks. That's what I was wondering. And, but okay. it doesn't mean that it's better. Okay. I, I personally hate Cuban cigars. Mm hmm. And the reason why I don't like them because it's not Cuba. The soil in Cuba doesn't produce a very strong. Uh, it's a lot of cedar in Cuban okay. cigars. Okay, it's very it's very earthly. Okay, yeah, I like boldness. I like spice. You know, what I mean, I like that in your face. So I like my favorite tobacco to smoke would be uh, 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 your Nicaraguan tobacco, mm. your Sinadres, which is your Mexican tobacco. 
you know, uh, uh, Brazilian tobacco. I like those a lot better than Cuban tobacco. Okay, so you so you giving us some stuff to start with too. Yeah. Because again, I, you know, I, I've never really gotten to cigars, but it's been now like that. I see the people that I'm around that I network with. Yeah. Oftentimes they smoke a cigar. We go on to smoke and I golf. And they'll, they'll smoke them on the golf course also. It's a celebration, man. You know, it's not like a cutting a cigar, lighting it up, a little glass of scotch. It's just real relaxing. Yep. I might have to go before the 12th. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I got to get over there. I had a Cuban on my, my uncle gave me one for my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess doing it with everything else, drinking tequila and stuff, it put me on my ass. <laughs> I felt relaxed, but I was yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I was suffering. My, my favorite Cuban would be the part, the, the uh, uh, Samuel Bolivar and the Monte Cristo's uh, number number two series. Okay, Those that's what he gave. I remember Monte Cristo because I kept thinking of that yeah. movie, yeah. The Count of Monte Cristo, yeah. Yeah. whatever that the, is. Th- those would be my favorite Cuban. Mm. But I mean, a lot of times it's just to perceive value, man. People just hype it up because you know you can't get them in America. Yeah. So you know. okay. So what's next for the the power couple with oh, Sweet Lips Cigars? What what's what's happening next? And we ain't even that, brother. We just two people trying to find our way. Man. I feel nah, it. Nah, you I a power couple, man. Nah, we man. Nah. we gotta let you claim it. No, nope. nah, man. I don't even want that. Man. You don't even want it. Okay. Nah, what you want then? What what's what's next? Man, we just want to keep building and adding on, man. You know what I mean? Moving on, move, keep moving the chain forward. You know what I mean? You do your part by doing this, showcasing great, great talent in black society, and we will just keep pushing the envelope. That's all we want to do. Moses, let's yeah, tell y'all, I want to tell y'all, um, y'all location is in the, in the neighborhood where I grew up in. Third Ward. Yeah, Third Ward, Yellowstone, all of that area. And uh, to see like that, that strip, like you say, majority owned black is amazing because it wasn't nothing there. For yeah, so long, yeah, yeah. you know, I used to go to uh, McGregor Park all the yeah, time yeah. and go play basketball with my friends. It was nothing else. So for y'all to be in that that area building, and then y'all come on our show and show this this black love, this y'all working together. Uh, me and my lady work together. And what we used to see when we went out of town to L.A. was other couples of another race working together and it was no problem. It was like, it was normal for a wife and a husband to be working together. But in our community, it's like, oh, the wife is eating off the man or the man is eating off the wife. And it's it, it's always some type of combativeness, combativeness there. And that's not the case. It's just y'all building to grow to something great. You know what I mean? And so our community sometimes don't understand that. So to see y'all come here, and see that that's that's amazing. I'm but just but say you know, that. you know, to go ahead, talk. Thank you, first of all. But yeah. it also helped us to really learn one another with us working together. It helped us build an even stronger relationship with each yeah. other. Sure. Um, it wasn't. It just it just taught us a lot of. Even though we've been together for fifteen mm-hmm. years, going into business with each other is like a different. Yes. It was just totally different. Like okay, now I'm learning to see what my husband like, what he don't like, and vice versa. Um, it just taught so it just helped us learn so much more um and taught us so much more about each other. Um and we're still during learning the process. And you know, and but pick it back, shit. When I first met Toyo, I ain't had shit. Mm-hmm. Straight you know what I mean? Shit, I'm 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 a young Negro from, from the streets, man. Yeah, I ain't had yeah. nothing, man. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find my way, B. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have nothing. Yeah, man. She I wouldn't be none of this if it wasn't for her. That's amazing. So no matter where we where the life take us. 
no matter where I disconnect, I ain't leaving her for nobody. Yeah. And that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? She I didn't have nothing, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so a lot of times those other people they they they, they come up with that. You know, yeah. mom and dad was married 20, 40 years. Yeah. yeah so they come yeah. up yeah. with that. You know what I mean? My father left when I was nine or twelve. Mm. I ain't seen him since. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Our parents been married for 40 something years. So I ain't never seen none of that, you know? So I didn't have nothing, B. I mean, I was a young man who was in and out of jail in New York, went to Rockers Island for a few times, and I didn't have no plan. It wasn't for toy. I wouldn't even go went back to college, man. So how'd you get to Texas then? You know what I mean? I came here for uh for college, to be honest with you. Okay. And she, I damn near was up and down trying to make that happen. She was the one who, who made it possible. So, okay. Thank you. I stuck beside you. Yeah, she <laughs> stuck <laughs> beside him. You know, a lot of times you married. You know yeah. what I mean? Married. You married. Yeah. You know everybody married, and 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 it's it's probably I would say it's the most difficult thing I ever done in my life. I and I say that because you have to be selfless to be mm. married. Mm. Agreed. You know what I mean? I'm 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 just learning that, brother. You know what I mean? And not to, I mean, yeah, we're going to make this a marriage conversation, but the people change. The person that you met at 25 is not the same person at 40. And oftentimes in relationships, people um, yearn for, oh, I remember when you did this or you did that, when you actually should be evolving with your partner. Mm. Um, you, you all should be um, updating what a date night looked like from when you were 25 to now at 35 or updating what you're interested in an education at 25 that you are at 35 because a, a lot of the stress besides the money or what to do with the kids or how are we going to make ends meet? Really a, a lot of it is y'all start thinking differently and, right. and you got to be able to kind of merge that process. So a business is a great way to do it. Sometimes that makes relationships fail though. Yeah. Sometimes that'll make people be like, I'm, I'm out of there. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, I just saw that on uh, this is us. I watched This Is Us and Toby and Kate broke up because of that shit. What is This Is Us? Y'all don't watch This Is Us? You don't watch This Is Us? I never heard no, of I've never even heard of that. What it's on NBC. That? Oh, no. I nah, no, we ain't that play. We ain't oh, watching it. I, well, I work too. It's yeah. a show. It's just like a big ass show on NBC. Oh, okay. He, our our um, Hispanic brother over here told us white of people. Of course. Of course. But Sterling Brown, Sterling K. Brown is in it. Who is, who is that? that? With the, who is that? He a black dude. We don't know. I don't, don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. We don't. We're not supporting. We saw. 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 We yeah, he was on Black okay. Panther. I do know oh, who you talking about, but he I was, know he was, uh, he was he uh, was Michael I'm, I'm, B. Jordan's dad. On Black Panther. Oh yeah, okay, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't know for whatever you talking about. Yeah, his name, I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, I ain't know neither until I started. My wife put me on that show, so you know how you talk about your wife. She put me on a lot of shit that I watch you know, nowadays. And you know, you know that that's the thing, man. You know, uh, uh, most of the time I always do interviews by myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm always. Even the Cigar and Scotch series, I wasn't trying to interview nobody. Yeah. That was her idea. Mm. You know what I mean? She said, yo, you, you have a lot to say. You should, you know, bring folks and talk about it. I no doubt. You know what I mean? So, so, you know, few few months ago, and I, and I hate to bring this up, but we just, we talking, we vibing. And uh, I've always been very firm, like okay. hard, like all my life, man. I've never buckled for nothing. Gotcha. Nobody, I don't care how big you are. Yeah. You go, we're going to figure this That's thing out. That's the queens together, in you. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but recently, man, we went through something spiritual that changed me forever. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
you know, on my wife lost a mother, you know what I mean, a few weeks ago, you know what I mean? Thank you. And I noticed going through the process, I've always been very firm and very hard, but I learned that she didn't need me to be that hard at the time. She needed me to be a little nurturing and more loving. And I'm learning, man, to, to understand that, you know what I mean, to try to get around to that that place. Man, that's 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 phenomenal. Like is, that, and the fact man. that you would share that on this platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's real. It, big. It's big for us. Like, I, you know, I think a lot of times people see they see the power couple, man, you don't know what the shit, what the fuck it take to build a marriage, man. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. A no lot doubt. of them don't have a clue, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, the distrust you go through, the anger, the pain, the agony. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. I talked to an old cat a couple of days ago. I was smoking cigars with him. I'm like, yo, man, what's the secret? He said, just yesterday, I was telling her I'm out this motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But the fact, <laughs> fact he said, well, you just keep pushing every keep day. Pushing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and you learn a lot about people through two reasons, like um, through grieving, because when you see how people grieve, um, that gives you more information about them that you would ever have mm. because it lets you really know like they're internal because even in a relationship, sometimes you're presenting yourself as your best self for your partner. Mm. It's it's hard to be vulnerable, even in a relationship right. because you like want the love doctor. I, I've been there. Well, how do you think I've been, how you I've been, think been, I've been married this like, long? Listen, no lie. How you think I've been married this long? episodes in. I've never heard this nigga speak like this because before. Because I got yeah. people talking marriage. That's what I, I've been married. <laughs> never. You know what I'm saying? This, and, and in the other place flip where, a switch. You know, the other place where you incredible. learn the most that is like through growth. As you start to ascend and climb, you see what things you know, highlight or excite your partner. So you got to be able to understand, okay, I can do more of that or less of that. And those are really two areas where you learn a lot about your partner. And, like and if you, I, bro, I, I, and I read, I read a lot too, bro. So I, I'm a reader. Like I, I go through four phases. I try to read two books a month. One is usually around like um, enlightenment or like relationships. And then the other is usually around like finance and like growth, right. like personal development. And like the most recent book that I've been reading has been around like, what you need to do to, um, and it's and it's more around satisfying the uh, mental side because all of men we think physical first, mm. but it's really around the mind and how we talk and interact with our partners that really matters. See, I'm the opposite. This is why I watch This Is Us. Well, no one knows I'm, what This Is Us. My is. wife do, and she she liked watching it. He talked about selfless. I started watching the shit with But now you're into it. So yeah. it ain't selfless no more. It's for you. That's how it wants to go. That's how it be, He He talked about the cigars and stuff, how she brought yeah. it up. Without, and without now he me. took it over. What you just say? Uh, what is it? The, uh, the lighter. The, the stabilizer. The, and the stabilizer. Yeah, yeah. she ignited it and I'm stabilizing it. Yeah, but, but, but even go back to the cigar thing. How you think that even create came about? I was smoking cigars. She, no, she, yeah. she wasn't. She, no. she didn't like. She didn't like the smell. She still, she still don't like the smell now. So mm-hmm. what do y'all do with the smell then? You know how, I mean? how does that work? Like, cause I know it get it get on clothes and all yeah, that. What, yeah. What's the process for that? Give people a tip there. Shit, just take your shit off. We get in the house. <laughs> we'll shower up. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But that 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 sparked because that was a way of subconsciously. Trying to connect with me. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. She didn't realize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't, she's not into cigars like that. Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? But she came up with this whole plan to do this cigar thing. I'm like, okay. And it took me a while to actually a buddy of mine, kind of my boy Rich, told me that. He was like, yo, I told you that, that man, just to connect with you, brother. You know what I mean? 
And now look what it is. You know what I mean? Now look what it's, That's what it's crazy. become. You know what I mean? And we got to protect that by all costs. Mm. You know what I mean? And money don't mean nothing. A lot of folks get caught up into the whole money thing. That don't mean nothing. It don't bring no happiness, brother. You know what I mean? It don't, you can buy whatever you want, but it ain't going to make you happy. You know what I mean? You got to find that thing within yourself, man. Sweet Lips is not a shop. It's an incubator. You know, where folks can come in and be themselves and... Talk how to want to talk and learn, and we do chess in there. Everything in there, right? You know what I mean. Everything mm-hmm. in there, we have to be because we do jazz, and and we, we, you know what I mean. We gotta create that that space, man. Now, Moses, when you say incubator, I'm not the best at. Of uh, course, break that <laughs> down for me. Break that. Down. So, 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 so they, they want to laugh. I'm, I'm trying. No, no, I said, of course. No, when you hear incubator, man, no, yeah. incubator is, uh, is to preserve something, a space that's preserved. Ah, you know yes, what I mean? Okay. So you can come in, you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, yeah, you, okay. you can, you can network with people. Of, Across the board, yeah. and there was Issa Rae who said the problem with Black society is we want to network up uh, instead of networking instead of across, across the board. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, if, yeah. if 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 my wife didn't know Tammy, if Tammy didn't know Lynn, that relationship wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, she told Tammy, "Hey, you, you know what I mean." Tammy said, "Oh, by the way, come up there and come sell cigars with Lynn." When I went up to Medellin, I need a cup of salt more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly how he you did it too. I know, I know exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and this is very evident because for the five years was up there, Landon took a dollar for me. Mm. And also, he also motivated us to where it was days we didn't even want to come up there. Mm-hmm. And he would call us, where y'all at? Get out there. I need Man, y'all out here great. right now. You know what Get man? out here. That's him. Come on. That is him. I've been we, doing we, 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 we He didn't take a dollar for me. Yeah. I would put him under the envelope. And my wife was like, yo, make sure you gave him some money. Yeah. I'll put him under the envelope every week. I get it from tomorrow, nigga. I get it from tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> and that's how he is, too. <laughs> that's right? exactly how he is, too. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get it. I'll get it from you in the morning. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> and, 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 that's exactly I how he is. I didn't, I didn't know Lindell like that. Yeah. 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 My wife one day was leaving Caddyshack. Yeah, and I had to tell, I had to tell this story because a lot of folks don't understand the context relationship takes to build. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They see me and Landon, we talking, and they don't understand the context that took. Mm-hmm. Landon had went to jail. My wife saw her slamming in the car, crying or something or whatever. She went and bought some flowers. Remember, you guys looked the yes. flowers. Slim didn't even know me. I'm leaving Turk. Let's like say, hey, cigar man, Landon wants to talk to you. She hands me the phone. You know, I'll be home in two weeks. He said, man, give me your email address. I'm going to hit you up. I'm like, all right. He sent me an email a month later. I wrote Len every day, man, for four years, brother. Mm. Every day. I ain't saying a day went by. We build a relationship, man. So, so that right there, when folks talk about, oh, yeah, this and this, man, they don't, they don't understand it, how mothers put, take the shirt off their back to make sure everybody else is eating. Now nah, we understand that, though. Like, I, we do. I, I can give a little man. quick story. We we interviewed them um, for the first time. That was the first time I ever met them. Yeah. The first time I ever been to Turkey Leg Hood. And, um, like, during the, uh, he was talking about being on vacation. And then I had brought up that my older brother's currently on vacation, whatnot. He he reaches in his pocket and throws throws some bread, like you know, put it on his books. Mm. I was I was floored by. I'm sorry. 
No, please, insist. No, I was just saying that's really nice. I still, I, I still be put my, my boy OG just came home. Uh-uh. I still put money in dudes' books, man. Exactly. Folks forget about the context the relationship takes. Mm. They get caught up in the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because you you see him shining now. Okay, you park a hundred cars up there. He earned that. He's yeah. taking a hundred. You know what I mean, man? Right now, yeah. I don't care. He earned that, he man. He was on the corner selling barbecue, and, and ain't nobody give a fuck about him. No, you're right. He built that, mm-hmm. and when we opened up the shop. And what I told him, what he said to me, you see why I never charge you for nothing, nigga. That was for you to motivate go get your own shit. That's the kind of context we need in relationship. Wow. Yeah. Fuck all that money shit, B. Yeah. It don't mean nothing. I'm learning that every day I get yeah. older. It don't bring no happiness. It don't bring no happiness, yeah. It don't bring nothing. If you ain't got no loyalty and integrity. Now, y'all might fall off. People go through little issues or whatever. Even you and your queen might. But man, if you ain't got no integrity, man, these dudes out here ain't got it, B. Uh, for sure. So, you know so I mean? Absolutely. Know let, let's, because um, we, we, we know we got y'all here early. And I want to make sure that we can give people where they can find you, where you're located at, social media, all that good stuff. And then also, like, do y'all have a membership? Is it a, um, you know, come and go? Like, how, how does that process work? We want to make sure we get the people actionable and look into those two cameras right there in the middle, because we're going to give y'all individual shots on this. Thank you. <laughs> so whoever wants to get us started. <laughs> okay, so we um, we do not have a membership. It is come and go. Uh we're located at 39, 32. 32 OST. Go ahead. 3932 Old Spanish Trail, Suite yeah. B, uh, 77021. Uh, we are not a uh, member's lounge. We are open to the public. Uh, we are open on Monday through Thursday from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays from 1 to 12 a.m. Sundays uh, from 12 to 10. Yeah, uh, and and um, I want to get all the fellas there at one time, of course, and, and come through and continue to build because a part of this process, as you mentioned, um, and and I call it group economics. It, it's not nothing I came up with. Like you can just read about how as you pull your resources together, like the Nation of Islam does this well. Mm-hmm. If you if you pull your resources together and um, circulate your dollar more. It gives us more opportunities to be successful. So if I'm going to learn cigars, I'm learning with my brother. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not doing that elsewhere. And there are other places that people have tried to tell me, yo, come with us after the golf course to XYZ location, et cetera. I'm not doing that. So um, just like I've done before on pods where I say I'm making a commitment and we go do that. I want us to make it a commitment, all four of us. To go over there and start happen. linking and building. Cause we could do some networking stuff there. Yeah. And um because a lot of people come buy our stuff, mm-hmm. like come support us. We can do something there. Of and course. I think we can really continue to build and circulate that dollar. Like I said, as an incubator, man, it's not our shop. We just pay the bills. It's your exactly. shop, brother. That's how I feel about the studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's your shop. I like it's, it's yours, man. We we just pay the bill. And exactly. We pay the bills every month. But it's your space to come in there and do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? We have people who want to take pictures in there all the time, do podcasts yeah, in there all the that time. crazy back wall, too. You know what I mean? Videos, they did the video the shoot. shoot. It's open. We don't charge nobody to do nothing. We just It's open, man, because for years we've been working like this. Yep, yep. yep. This is how black folks operate. Yep. Paul's doing well. Fuck Johnny. Fuck everybody else. Everybody else work like this. Mm. This can't beat this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've been doing this for too long. We need to be like this, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, and that—that's that, just how it is. That's across the board. 
We got to put our egos to the side and really get back to the nucleus of all that. Everybody working together. You know what I mean? I might not always agree with you, but at the end oh, of no the doubt. day, yeah. we get back to we get back to the core. You know what I mean? We talk about group economics. Group economics is a spiritual thing. Exactly. And the reason why it's not happening collectively, because first, black folks collectively have to realize we lost. Mm-hmm. We lost the physical war, brother. White folks on all the banks, they own all the land. We work for them. We don't own shit. We lost that. Mm-hmm. So we got to focus on the spiritual aspect. We got to get low. You know what I mean? Because, see, they can't get as low as us. Mm. So we can connect with the ancestors a little different. You know what I mean? They've won, brother. They beat us physically. Africa shit is, is dominated by everybody else. Sure I've been there a few times. They don't, we don't own nothing over there. So we've lost that war. So the most we accept that, then again, I can see you as your open boom. That's what happened in the 60s, man. We realized, see, this kid, they're kicking our asses. We got to work with each other. Hmm. We're not doing it now because we feel like, oh, I got me a million dollars and yeah. I got me a nice car. Fuck y'all. Yeah. That's yeah. why we're not doing it. Yeah. We go out 5015, I got my Louis, I'm going to look at you up and down. Like, Nigga, ain't nobody. We got to get away from that sucker shit. Yeah. It's scarcity, though. Like your mindset. We all um, are going for the limited resources, like you said, of not owning anything. So if you think in scarcity, like I'm going to lose something, you'll never succeed. Mm. Because if you always think an interaction is going to be someone is a winner or a loser, then then you never win. Wow. We're trying to own that damn property. We don't want to rent no more. Straight up. Yeah. That, 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 that's, that's our mindset. Straight you know up. I mean? I'm trying to give, get some money to own that bitch. Yeah. We ain't trying to rent no more. We're going to own it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we're supposed to think. And uh, yeah, we got to get away from all that cutting each other down all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's just not constructive, B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All things to all people at all times. You know, you that's what I go through. You said something about this man in front of me. If he ain't dead, man, don't do that, man. I don't want to hear that, man. Straight up. We ain't gossiping we about that all body, the time. man. Definitely. Yeah. We ain't you talk about integrity, that, integrity and the morals and stuff like that. That's exactly what I'll be talking about. Like if I'm in an area and somebody discussing something on, on like say one of them or somebody, y'all not them, hey, I, I don't want to be that person that you feel like you can be comfortable to talk to. You don't like, know about that, that man shit. like that, man. Exactly. Yeah. So I stay away from it because I know me. I'll be a selling you in the parking lot, man. <laughs> no, I know you're right. man. You're right. But once you take it there, you're right. it's whatever, you're man. You're right. So yeah. if you ain't got nothing to say about that, man, just be quiet, man. Yep. We got to get away from that. It's not constructive. Nah, it's I like not. That. I like that. You know what I mean? If we I go out like somewhere, man, we, we we reach across the board. I see what's up, brother Bone. We yeah. got to be like that. Yeah. Because you'll know who that man knows, man. You don't. I don't want to never right. be comfortable. I don't want nobody to feel comfortable enough to be like talking down on somebody and to feel like they can do it with me because I ain't that. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. All right. So before we let y'all go, social media handles again, location again, and um, maybe give us one thing that we can tip people out on with the cigar game. Why it's important for our community to get involved. Uh, follow, follow us on Instagram at, at Sweet Lips Cigars. S-W-E-E-T-L-I-P-S, Cigars with an S. Uh, We're located at 3932 Old Spanish Trail, Houston, Texas, Sweet B. Why is it important to get into cigars? It is not important to get into cigars. Cigars are a leisure thing, but that space is important to this community because it, it provides an incubator. 
and you can network with people all across the boards. We got doctors, lawyers, senators, all kind of folks come up in that place, man. We got regular brothers trying to do something, all kind of people coming there. So that's why you should visit Sweet Lips Cigars. I don't care if you smoke cigars or not. You ain't gotta smoke cigars, but you gotta come see that place. And, and the more you come, the more money we make, the more we can pull back into the community. Exactly. I mean, we have to we have to think like that. If you support Sweet Lips Cigars, Moses ain't going to get the money to go run and go live in the woodlands and buy him a, a Bentley and say, fuck you. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, right? We're going to buy that property and expand and hire more black people. You know what I mean? And we have to start thinking like that. Quick question. Yes, sir. Have you been seeing like the, the Drake lookalikes and the Dirk lookalikes on social media? No. No. Okay. Have you ever thought about becoming the black thought lookalike from Roots? You know what? Everybody say that, man. Yo, I just noticed that. <laughs> everybody look like everybody black thought it looks like Tariq, man. <laughs> Duh, man. The whole time. You do look when, like he, that, yeah. when you say, before you say you was from Queens, I thought you was like probably from Philly or something. Like, everybody y'all look like that, long man. lost twins. Yeah, you know, you know that <laughs> shit is weird. Too. You know, the whole beard thing, for a while, I try to do the Muslim thing for a while, man. Okay. But, you know. That swine, baby, that swine. <laughs> no, ain't no swine for mine. Ain't no pork for my pork. You know what I mean? You, you had to yeah, remember, you, you, you know, I, I, I tried a Muslim thing only because I was in jail. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? That's where that happened, bro. You know what I mean? Because shit, oh, man. once you get up in there and see that, see niggas getting rocked like they used to, hey, but I got to join with somebody. Some, somebody. You yeah. really do. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I became yeah. Muslim overnight, B. C seventy four Rackers Island. I became a Muslim. You know what oh, I mean? Shit. But after I left it, you know, I tried to do it a little bit, but it was up and down. Yeah, you know, because I also realized that I love the nation of Islam, but it was all about them. Mm-hmm. And there is some of that, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not really reaching out to us, man. Mm. If you, it's like this. You know what I mean? Think I'm an example. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of slack for this, and I'm gonna shut up after this. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad been a face, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was a face of the nation of Islam. There's been no group in, in America that have cultivated and galvanized black people to the nation of Islam. No group. He, he put Malcolm as the face. A lot of folks didn't realize Malcolm had Farrakhan. He mentored Farrakhan. Farrakhan's been a face of the nation of Islam for 35 years. He's going to put one brother in the forefront, man. That's Khalil Muhammad. What if Farrakhan dies today? What happens to the nation? Mm. Nothing. What happens to the nation? Yeah, I don't know if they got a success in plan. We have. They do. What I'm saying is, we got to start passing the torch, yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So for me, I consider myself, I, I, like the, I like the doctrines of an Islam. Straight up. And that's where the whole beard. So everybody think I look like Tariq, mm. Black Thought. <laughs> but see, you know, I practice that shit whenever, whenever I can. <laughs> I just, yeah, right. Well, look, we uh, we gonna let them go. We appreciate y'all coming. Thank you again. Straight, straight Not up. Not only did we get um, information about um, what they're doing as a part of the Third War Renaissance, because that definitely has been changing, right. and how we can support what they got going on at Sweet Lips. But we also got a, a, a conscious conversation, just yeah, a, right. a conversation around like marriage, conversation around relationships, business. and then business, yeah. h- how you can leverage that partnership. So I would encourage all y'all, y- people gonna see this, um, they gonna want get information, go, go hit their DM. You know, message them. Come by when you're in Houston, and of course you can always hit us for more information as well. All right. So, um, man, y'all, whoever watched the first part of this um, interview, 
was really in for a treat. We yeah. we got something we weren't even anticipating. That's for mm-hmm. sure, man. You know, what went from a cigar conversation went to a lot of different ways. And um, we appreciate Moses and his wife, LaToya, for pulling up on us. Oh. That was dope. So um, we're going to be sharing that. Y'all will get that information. But of course, we got to get into a few other topics before we get out of here. So mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar album. What y'all think about T'Challa rapping over um, Alchemist Beats? <laughs> <laughs> what y'all think about that? I I'm not I only heard like a couple songs. D- just your first impression I'm not a like a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. Like I'm not against him. I like him when he's featured on shit. Mm. Yeah. But as far as just like listening to his whole projects, I don't think I've done that since Good Kid Mad City. Special album. That was a very dope album. Uh-huh. But like ever since then, he kind of, you know, he goes like you said what is it? Therapy music he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I just his way of rapping really doesn't, you know, resonate with me. So I just like him more when he's featured on stuff. What you think, Don? Man, I, I like it. Uh, um, it's not a, it's not a something you have to be in a mood for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 um, I compare it to Nas. Um, I wasn't a big Nas fan. I had to be in a certain type of mood because everybody was telling me how great Nas was, and I couldn't quite grasp it like what he too mm-hmm. deep yeah but it, it, it has to be one of those moments where you're sitting you're chilling and you listening to this brother words it's like oh i get it and i think that's the same with kendrick but uh that brother that brother's dope man i mean the comparison you made was good with nas because mm-hmm. i think kendrick suffers from he he's a dope lyricist mm-hmm. but his music yes isn't always the best. But that's because sometimes we want to hear the catchy stuff. That's it. And, and that's I called him T'Challa. Era. I know that's that's bad to say, but it almost sounds like Black Panther is rapping at me sometimes to like uplift me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't want to be uplifted. Yeah. Sometimes I want to hear Beat King. Yeah. And friends being <laughs> diet gay. I mean, that's what our our that's what we're kind of used to. Our ears kind of used to that. We we looking for that catchy beat. You know, and if if the song come on and the beat don't hit us right away, we'll skip that. And that's what a lot of Kendrick music does. Yeah, like you have to be listening for bars. Mm-hmm. Like, and that that's that's one thing that I've seen. But all all in all, I don't like to rate albums. But out of his group of albums, mm-hmm. I would say Good Kid, Mad City by far was his best. And then if you consider Section Eighty. Like that was dope to me too. I fuck with Dam heavy. Damn. See, Dam was a lot. It, it that's when he started to get kind of out there for me. Yeah, because yeah, like that, that's the one we had all the like the Japanese and the King Kong shit. No, that, no, 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 that's that's, um, that's, that's uh, I gotta look it up. No, Dam is the one before that. Yeah, Dam is Dam is the one before that. Dam got some hits on it. Yeah, no, I'm saying though, like like the 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 videos and stuff, like his the what's it called? The uh, the visuals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he was rapping. Nah, and that was, was the other joint. I, I'm, I'm looking it up now. I'm looking it up because that was the other joint. I know what you're talking about, though. That was. And um, they call that joint a classic. But I never could. That wasn't the butterfly one. Yeah, one. that's the pimple butterfly. To pimple butterfly yeah. is what you thinking. Uh, Damn was after that. I looked at the thread this morning when they was Pimple like Butterfly was 2015. Yeah. Damn was 2017. Yeah. That's the one, though, because they said if if you put directors to uh, Kendrick Lamar's albums they said uh spike lee would have been uh spike lee would have been the the pimple butterfly mm. uh quinn tarantino would have been yeah, damn, damn. Okay, i can see that i can see that i can see that, see that. Uh, 
yeah. uh, I think they said Kugler would have been Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. I can see that too. Okay. And um, they they didn't have this new one. They didn't have no one for that one. And then it was another one that he did. Uh, I believe it was shit. I can't think of it. Section eighty. I mean, but he told a lot of personal stories, and it's like yeah. saying that they were um, accusing his brother of touching him. Mm-hmm. His um, two family members who were transgender. Mm. Um, he talked about like just being poor and not realizing that. Like when I got my twenty million, I'm blowing money. Then he saw Baby Keem do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like he really. I he, fuck he's really with Baby Keem. He that's really tell like that's too. his last. That's, you could tell that this was his last album on TD. TD. Yeah, because he was telling everything. Yeah, and um, I appreciate that, yeah, man. That was. Good. I mean, yeah. I think it's a dope album. I got to listen to it more. I'll give it two runs. Got to sit with it. I got to sit with it. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll probably try to sit with it today during the games because that'll give me a chance to listen to something while I'm watching the game. Got you. Got you. That's probably what I'll do. So let's get into the games then, real quick. Mm-hmm. You got two NBA game sevens today. Legacy's on the line to Ooh, me personally. I told y'all Dallas was going to make Dallas, bro, if, if Luka win today, Chris Paul legacy is on the line. Mm. Four straight terrible games. Mm-hmm, and mm. then Luka somehow has gotten stronger these last three games. Luka the done. The second so, done. Averaging, <laughs> <laughs> averaging 35. This is a bad like boy, 12 man. and 8. What yes. is going on? That brother. Is Luka... Is Luka Top three in the NBA right now. Uh, I can't do that yet. Woo! I can't do Giannis that. won. Giannis, uh, Joel and B. I don't know if I put Joel at two. What? He I don't t- know if I put him at he two. He had an orbital. Man, if that brother was healthy, man, it would have been a different story. But Joel and B and, and yo and Joe, y'all people be sleeping on Joker. They, nah, oh, you don't, nah, I don't. Nah, that don't. boy cold. I man. would put Joker before and B to me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that either. I said that he was going to win MVP. I just, I'll always like Joker. I didn't think he was supposed to win MVP this year because of just losing in the first round. But I did say you can't just like, I wouldn't be shocked. 2,000 points. uh, What was it? 500 rebounds. 1,000 assists, 500 rebounds. Some shit like that. Like that's insane. Or no, 1,000 rebounds, 500 500 assists. Like that's insane. That's that's insane to have. But as far as Luka, I, you, I think you got to put him up there. Like, he's, man. he's literally by himself. There's no superstar on his team. They got rid of his his sidekick, who's supposed to be uh, Christoph mm-hmm. Porzingis. They, uh, he he wanted out. They got rid of him. Yeah. Bring in Spencer D. Witty, who in Washington, they said hated him. Like, teammates hated him. Uh and he can hoop. Yeah. And like he's just doing this shit. He making Jalen Brunson gonna get that bag. Definitely. Definitely gonna get that bag. I just don't want Chris Paul to lose. I think I think Chris I Paul, don't. this is his last best chance to me. Is Scott Foster uh reference? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we yeah, got this. If, yeah, if yeah. he's refing game yeah. seven, bro, yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's over. He gotta shoot that man. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think this is Chris, but and that's why I say legacy's on the line because Luca can to me, get into that top three. Oh, for sure. You, you, do this. you win this series. And, and the thing about Luca, he not scared, bro. No, he not. Been, he been in these situations yes. before as a team that he not scared. Now, one thing I want to tell, this is for my brother. He said, Luca is better than Larry Bird. Okay. We got to relax. Everybody has to relax. I would agree with that. Yeah, Larry Bird ain't. I mean, Luca's not better than Larry Bird, but he has a chance to be. 
Wait a minute. Is KD better than Larry Bird? Wait a minute. No. Let me tell you why. Larry Bird won three MVPs. Correct. In a row. Okay. Larry Bird, if you if you listen to anybody talk about Larry Bird, he's going to tell you exactly what he's going to do to you. And people say, oh, he's slow. And he he's going to t- Casey, LP, y'all both play sports. Can you imagine telling somebody what you're about to do to them? Oh, and say this. You know what? Today, my right hand ain't mm-hmm. working. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm about to say. I'm going to play with my left hand, and I'm going to give you 40-something. Yeah, 42. Yeah, and do it. Against the Hawks. And do it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but Luka has a chance, though. Like, where would you put – okay, let's let's take – since we're we're talking white heroes. Yeah, yeah white. Where's Dirk at then? Dirk's at top. Is Dirk. Dirk better than Larry Joe? No. Not to me. Man, Dirk was cold. But three MVPs in a row. That's insane. That's, that's when, insane, but that's man. also when the People league only had like twenty-two doubt. teams. But 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 Yo, think man. about this shit though. He did all that he did. Him and Magic, low key, in just a ten-year span with a bad back too. Yeah, had a bad back too. Yeah, drinking beers in the locker room. Budweiser, yeah, Budweiser after the game. <laughs> Say, man, you know how hard uh, Budweiser is on your body, bro. That's insane, bro. <laughs> Man. That's insane. And then he was out there handling his own. Like if it got with to the fisty, with the, if it got well, to the well, fisticuffs, well, well, when it, if it, it got to the fisticuffs, now, he was throwing things with people with too. J. We've had multiple expansions since then. You got to remember, it was a smaller league then, and it wasn't near as talented as it is now. But Let's that's what honest. I'm saying, though. He used to get offended if they put white people on him. He did. That I, is true. What are you, like, what are you doing? You better sub the black boy back in and hold me. And I'm watching Winning Time. Magic Johnson was having nightmares about this brother. Yeah, if, but Magic also said that a lot of that was embellished on Winning Time. Hey, he was brother, like, I, I don't never, even know I, what embellished. Look, he if, said, I if, never uh, gave an no, interview about none of that. If I, if I was watching myself having multiple orgies. He was just just knocking down everything that's walking. And what was crazy, he was down there carpet munching everything he touched. Yeah, he was. I mean, on winning time, they got Magic looking like a, 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 a Mr. Marcus. <laughs> yeah, they got that man like he's just messing the little fitted yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah, for real. Oh, they had my man like he like Mr. Marcus. Eggs on bras, like uh, what's the other Brian guy's name? Brian Pumper. Oh like, because Mag- they did show that Magic basically. If for those of you who have watched Winning Time. Magic is a sex addict. Duh. If if he's a look, sex addict for Cookie to stay with him even post, you know the uh, diagnosis or whatever. If anything is near near true to him knocking down her friend, yeah, yeah, while she was at the door, ah, door. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's, that's man was wild. That's where Magic was like, they're embellishing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, they doing too much. Yeah, he he knew better. He didn't mind the orgies, but once it went to his wife's friend, he was yeah, like, I, I need to put out my own doc. Yeah, <laughs> I watched that doc too. He put good. out his own doc. Good. So um, next series though tonight we got Boston Milwaukee. Mm. So the early game, no, the early game is. Boston Milwaukee, the late game is Phoenix Dallas. So what do we get? Jason Tatum has a chance mm-hmm. to this is his time to at least get in the top ten. A league he already in the top he, ten. He ought to be in top ten. It's close. Yeah, I say it's, it's he, close. He missed out on All NBA last year just because they they put Kyrie in for the 50, 40, 90. Yeah. But he should have definitely been in. But but now he can like literally if he win this game. He'll cement himself. That brother was killing game six. <laughs> like, just, just, dog, did y'all see Insane. how bad Giannis traveled? 
Oh, yeah, oh that yes. five stepper. Yeah, dog. Right. I was watching twice. it live, yeah. and I said, "Yo, they will not call it in the NBA." And I think Giannis is insane. cemented to me now after this oh, series. Man, that man's a oh, yeah. He, he always he was in it from last year. Yeah, oh. but now, like you know, you got to validate it. Even if he loses this series, Giannis is the best player in the league to me. Oh, for sure. It's unpolished. Shit. It doesn't look the best, but he's, he's giving, unstoppable. He's giving you forty. He's unstoppable. It's coming. He might get fifty tonight. I and they still surprised. could lose. Yeah, definitely. they still could lose. Somebody said uh, um, they saw it was like a joke thing, but it was like they saw Giannis uh, at the grocery market getting like fifty three avocados or oh, something shit like that. that. I seen that. <laughs> so if you go for a fifty boy, uh, that that shit may be true. I could yeah. see. It. <laughs> I, yeah, can I, see I can it. see him getting fifty. I can see him sure. getting fifty. Yeah. So who y'all got? Let's pick the who who Boston. comes out. You got Boston. I like Boston. I like Boston because they're at home. I got Boston and Suns. I got Dallas. I got Dallas too. I'm right with Luca. When I saw what Luke, when when Luca walked through the locker room and he said, "Everybody tough when they up," that let me know he been around enough Ebony's that he gonna win this game. I like that. Luca, (laughs) break us home, baby. He gonna win this. Break it home for the dub. When I saw that, I was like, (laughs) "You been around enough, Dinwiddie and Brunson, to where your." Eastern European aggression matches the natural black aggression. Oh, you ready? <laughs> I like that right there. You ready? You ready now? Like yeah, so, I'm, I like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm eager to see Luca win this game today, and I'm gonna support this brother. He's black in my eyes now. Yo. Oh my god! <laughs> see, that's what's the problem. Y'all be inviting him, and then when they do some negligent shit, now you look stupid. He coming to the barbecue for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to read this thing, but this will be the last thing we do before we get out of here. I didn't realize how long we had went. So we'll get we'll catch up some other topics later. They do for one. They good. They like us anyway. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. We, but still, this is this is important. I, I actually to, like when we do long episodes. I want to fit, but it analytics say you got to keep it around an hour. Fuck analytics, cuz. <laughs> okay. There's a brother, and I'm gonna post this picture, and I don't know where my headphone it's went. Good. I'm mad it's lost. I gotta find it. Okay, this brother posted a picture, and I'm gonna put this in our video. It says, my wife asked me for a $3,000 purse. Mm. Okay. I told her that that was a waste of money. She said, no, I got it. I can read it. She said, okay, no problem. Later on that week, I took her out to dinner. I see her pull out the $3,000 purse from our walk-in closet. I asked her, where did the get? Where did you get the bag from? She said her work husband mm. got it for her. React. Well, he should have got the purse. I mean, there's Afterpay, Quadpay. This brother zip, dumb. Zip, zip, pay. zip pay. You are the dumbest Quarter. motherfucker. Why you just didn't affirm? Exactly, you dumb <laughs> shit. You, you are dumber than a dog at this point. You stupid, especially she's a good woman to you. That's your wife. Man, you better take them four payments. In. <laughs> My man said after pay. Come on, Quar- man. pay, zip pay, Klarna, affirm. Be smart. Don't be dumb. But what? But what if it? Okay, let's say they're in the process of trying to like buy a crib or something like that. What if it's just not the best purchase? Man, come on, man. Oh man, you got Afterpay, Zippay, I know Quadpay. Okay, anybody who's ever tried to like, and I'm not saying this is their situation, but I'm trying to throw them some bail. Okay. First, I got to get into the work husband too, mm-hmm. because that's wild. Like work husband, why are you spending three bands? Something else is going yeah, on. That's more than work husband. Something. Yeah, that's more than work husband. But 
what if they purchase in a house? When you purchase in a house sometime, they tell you you can't have large transactions oh, sure. come out of your account. Yeah. So what if he was like, yo, we we trying to build, we can't do this, and she come home with that. Is that a violation of their trust? Well, it should be a violation of their trust if if she knows that and she asks him for that. You get what I'm saying? So if she knew, if she knows that he can't make any big purchases or they can't make any big, and she asking for their purse, then that's that ends that right there. I mean, the brother in the picture just looks sad. Definitely. I mean, he looks like all hope is gone. That picture should have quad <laughs> pay around his head. After pay, After pay, zip pay, yeah, yeah, affirm. That's all you needed, bro. Corner. There you go. <laughs> and what are these things? It's where you could just pay that shit it's off. It's like layaway. Exactly like but layaway. You get, but you get the shit. You get it immediately. All you gotta do is make one payment. He would have looked like the best man ever. But instead, Dang. his lady is into the arm. And he making a TikTok about it. And Nobody in the fucking world would have known yeah, this he, shit. He did make a full TikTok with his face. It would have been a story on ABC 13 about a mad husband beating let up me, a co-worker before the, this shit. Let me tell y'all the kicker of this. Let me tell y'all the, the fuck kicker. is wrong with this man? <laughs> let me tell y'all the kicker of this, though. The side husband used the afterpay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. This nigga, this nigga this used afterpay. Pay pumping. So you say he didn't he didn't drop three beds. He, dro- no. he dropped the first payment of ninety nine. Man, come on. First man. payment, and he probably did that shit on payday. So it just come out when he get man, paid. Look, man, she can take. I'm taking this this first seven fifty. Take it. Let me give my work wife a, a bag because that her dumb ass husband. <laughs> Now he gonna be knocking down, knocking them heels off, nigga. Come on, man. <laughs> Stupid ass, nigga. Hell's wrong with this dude, man. Every payment he getting some pussy, man. <laughs> this seven fifty is very valid. Probably see this episode and take him to Sweet Lips. <laughs> he getting Sweet Lips for sure. Bad nigga. Bad niggas. He's he's incubated that goddamn marriage for man, sure. For sure. Damn man. Like so, you telling me that the work husband out there know the game? Like they know the Klarna and um, and the game. What? Man. Zip paid himself right into some punani. <laughs> I know, and, and I know that's why that guy's making that face. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's sad, bro. He look like Chris Douglas Roberts. <laughs> hey, man, that brother is that sad. Brother he is him, suffering. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> looks like that he's brother suffering. is suffering in that picture. <laughs> this nigga looks upset. He, I mean, he look. He looks. He looks. Sad, bro. He's not even like, making eye contact. He, he did that sad look away shit like they be on Spike Lee oh movies. Oh, my God. All he missing is that one Denzel tear. That brother <laughs> dumb. You dumb, bitch. <laughs> hey, listen, oh God, man. Dang. You are stupid, man. You're a dumb. You are you dumb. You are really dumb. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. All right. God damn it, man. Before we leave, I think... Um, this episode has been sponsored by Zip Pay. After pay. God damn. This nigga is suffering. Affirm? <laughs> he got good credit for that one. <laughs> he needs to reaffirm himself in that marriage because no, that brother sure. is, is shit. Yeah, man. That's tough. Man, before we get out of here... Yeah. Um, 
well, I don't want to leave on a sad news, but we we got to spend some time. Maybe this is a Patreon on the white supremacists that are shooting up black people at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Buffalo. Um, I saw the video. Like I, I, I didn't want to watch it, but it just kept showing up on the Twitter feed. Mm. And there was one scene where the guy, for those who don't know, uh, 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 suspected white. Well, no, he's not suspected. At yeah, stop giving it. That nigga is a but white supremacist. But you have to say that for no, you liability don't. reasons. You do, because you can get sued. But so a suspected white supremacist walks into a black populated neighborhood in Buffalo and targets black people. Matter of fact, there's a white dude. He's getting ready to shoot. White dude yells. The suspected white supremacist says, Oh, I'm sorry to the white dude goes and shoots a black woman. I said, man, we got it. He walked out out in in handcuffs. It didn't get shot. It wasn't injured. Hair was still in place. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. I got my ass whooped by the police for nothing. It don't make no sense to me how these people can make it out of these situations alive. I had no more comment. That's just weird to me. So we may we may spend some additional time with that on Patreon and we might spend some time on the Rico charges with Gunna and Thug. So the next Patreon that y'all see, we'll have some details around that. Yeah, um, I'm because, be yeah, we want to have more. There's some more animation required for these yeah, topics. I guess got, I'm, so I'm letting some stuff fly. So, I mean, I guess we we leaving out, I guess, to leave out on the note. Um, fellas, make sure uh, uh, your the lady's work husband is not using quad pay mm-hmm. to spread your wife's quads. Oh, man, that's what episode one ninety three. Yeah.